Okay, let's see. Is it working? Yes, it's working. Hallelujah. All right, Matt. Well, welcome once again to the Jazz Is Backstage Pass podcast. It's October and it's a little late in October and we apologize for that. But hey, Matt, it's never too late to share great jazz, if you ask me, which is why I'm so excited you're here and I'm very excited that you're going to share the 10 albums you need to know for October 2019. Thank you very much for having me again, Brian. And as Marvin Gaye and Diana Ross said in that album, on that album that they did, the collaborative album that was simply called Diana and Marvin, it could have been Marvin and Diana now, we can't remember. Uh, It's never too late to stop, look, listen to your heart and hear what we're saying. I changed it a little bit, but you know, you get the idea. (laughs) Amen, Matt. Amen. And what we're saying this month is awesome. A lot, a lot of great albums in this month's uh, 10 Albums You Need to Know list, including uh, the reconvening of one of the biggest jazz trios ever, a big label switch for a pioneering jazz guitarist, a... uh, amazing team up of piano titans and uh and the return of harry connick jr so hey what can be bad oh nothing hopefully you know this is our (laughs) (laughs) we've handpicked these albums there's there's been a lot of music coming out but i think this is kind of the most interesting release that we've come across and as usual i'd just like to say before we start that uh they may not necessarily be the best releases but they are the ones that we think you need to know about that's absolutely right matt what do you say we just dive right I'm in ready. people have been waiting they've been waiting weeks here it's already october 21st we're recording this let's just cut to the chase man. i'm ready to go let's do it okay first up on the list is an album by the guitarist bill frizzell the name of the album is harmony and it was released on blue note on October 4th. Matt, I'm sure you'll tell us why it's important that this was released on Blue Note. Yeah, well, let me tell you a couple of things about this. Uh, so I guess this is the, uh, the the big label debut that uh, you, you sort of mentioned in the introduction there. But um, yeah, so guitarist Bill Frizzell is an artist that really needs no introduction. But Harmony uh, is a release that really stands out, uh, not only because, like we said, it's his debut as a leader for the Blue Note label, but also because it's just, it's an exploration or a journey uh, across the landscape of American music of the last century. In fact, the project was commissioned by the Fresh Grass Music Festival, which uh, for those who are not familiar with it, is a festival with a focus on showcasing bluegrass and roots music. So on harmony, Frizzell also leads a small jazz ensemble, Uh, on this journey, if you will. And interestingly, one of its members is vocalist uh, Petra uh, Hayden, uh, the daughter of the great late bassist, band leader and composer Charlie Hayden, who was a mentor to Frizzell during his formative years. That's absolutely right. And, you know, it's worth mentioning, Bill Frizzell has appeared on a Blue Note album before, most notably with the saxophonist Charles Lloyd and his group The Marvels. He was in that. Uh, he was on that album, but this is his first leader debut. 
Um, I, we actually spoke with Bill about the album and his switch to Blue Note. Uh, there's an article on website in which he lists uh, his favorite Blue Note albums of all time. But he was really, really... Um, appreciative of Blue Note label president Don was, who basically gave Bill Frizzell license to just do whatever the heck he wanted. Um, you know, and that's kudos to both Bill and Don in this situation because, you know, Blue Note has a reputation as the straight ahead kind of post-bop label. And anybody who's heard Bill Frizzell's stuff knows there's a lot of Americana, there's a lot of folk. He's got that twangy Telecaster sound. It isn't, you know, what you would immediately call to mind when you think Blue Note, but Don was gave him the greenest of green lights and said, do whatever you want. And the album is incredible. I mean, for Bill Frizzell fans, this is an absolute must pick up. Um, we're actually, Matt, going to listen to a track right now, if you don't mind. What, what say you? I don't mind at all. Let's do it. There's the let's do it. Yeah, yeah. That's my catchphrase. I'm embracing it. I'm embracing the meme. This is the track Hard Times from Bill Frizzell's new album, Harmony, featuring Petra Hayden, Hank Roberts, and Luke Bergman. Let us pause in life's pleasures and count its many tears while we all sub sorrow with the poor. There's a song that will linger forever in our ears. Oh, hard times come again no more. Tis the song that's fact you know uh petra hayden yes is charlie hayden's daughter he has another daughter he has a few daughters but uh he's a, has a daughter named tanya hayden married to jack black oh. actor jack black of uh you know such great movies as tenacious d and the pick of destiny right school of rock <laughs> that's right school of rock so there's your fast fun fact shallow how anyway. let's see how many oh. uh jack black uh, movies you can mention <laughs> shallow how your turn wasn't he in Jumanji? Wasn't he in the Jumanji remake? I, oh, Nacho Libre, which is one of my favorite I, movies of all time. <laughs> Nacho Libre. Really, truly, really, truly one of my favorite movies of all time. I could probably quote it in my sleep. He was point. in King Kong. He, he played an Orson Welles-like uh, filmmaker. His, his right, serious that's turn in King Kong. That's right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's move right along. Um so I mentioned the reconvening of a, a major jazz trio, and we've gotten to that point on the list. It's uh, Chickarilla. Chickarilla. See, you got me stuck on King Kong. <laughs> it's Chick Korea and his album Trilogy 2. It was released uh, October 4th on Concord Jazz, and it features this amazing trio. Check this out. Chick Corea on piano, Christian McBride on bass, and Brian Blade on drums. Really doesn't get much better than that. But uh, Matt, what can you tell us about this album? Well, uh, I'm not familiar with this musician, so not much. 
<laughs> They're just three local guys. I know they mo- they mostly just I don't know what can, well, play I, bars, I, I dives, that kind exactly. of stuff. Exactly. Well, I you know to be honest, Brian, I, I I don't know what I can say more than just uh, that introduction about this album because really. I mean, you know, it's it's just there for anyone who's interested in hearing it. It's like, well, you know, uh, we've gotten used to Chick Corea performing alongside some of the greatest musicians of all time uh, over the past years. And but even considering uh, his illustrious career, his trio with uh, Christian McBride and Brian Blade really seems to stand out as one of his most interesting projects. Uh, Trilogy 2 sonically seems to pick up right uh, where the trio left off on their 2014 triple LP trilogy. So there's a lot of threes there. And uh, it's a sensational well, trilogy three, two. No, well, they might release trilogy three, but we're talking about trilogy two now. And trilogy two is just a sensational two disc offering where they showcase just an engaging chemistry that has deepened and broadened in the time uh, they have been playing together. I mean, just check out uh, the version of uh, Korea's classic Now He Sings, Now He Sobs from this record, if you don't believe me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I think we will do just that, Matt. Right. What do you say we dive into a track? I think that's great. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's like a landmine. All right, you know? I'm going to say that for now. <laughs> if I can lead you down there. There you go. Here is a little bit of Now He Sings, Now He Sobs. From the new album Trilogy 2 with Chick Corea, Christian McBride, and Brian Blade. To the next album on our list, Matt. Uh, this is uh, from a pianist, one of our favorites here in the office, Hiromi, um, Japanese pianist Hiromi. She's got a new album out right now called Spectrum. That's also on Concord Jazz, and it was also released October 4th, so it came out the same time as Chikoria's Trilogy 2. But uh, Spectrum is an exciting project, Matt, so what can you tell us about it? Well, speaking to music artists about why they still kind of feel the need to record albums in the digital age where, let's face it, you know, albums have sort of uh, become not less important, but, you know, uh, they're not as, it's not as big uh, to just buy, go out and buy an album anymore. It just uh, it has lost that kind of importance a little bit. But many of them reflect on this and I've asked them, you know, in interviews and so on, and they kind of say that, it's their way to, of documenting their progress. And, uh, well, that's exactly what Hiromi does with Spectrum because it's an album that she claims is her way of documenting the sound of her 30s, uh, thus following the ambition of her previous solo uh, piano LP, Place to Be, uh, which documented the playing style of her 20s. So that's really fascinating. It's a truly fascinating document at that. Uh, and just uh, generally... Uh, the documentation of a gifted pianist's extraordinary skill set, 
as she moves from one song to the next. Uh, but the one that I really loved uh, is her take on George Gershwin's famous Rhapsody in Blue, uh, which is reimagined in this amazing version, which she titles Rhapsody in Various Shades of Blue. And to me, that's just a fantastic work of art in its own right. Totally. And, uh, you know, Matt, there really just is a wisdom that you gain as you leave your 20s behind and enter your 30s. And I say this as two years into my 30s now. Uh, You know, I just turned 30 (laughs) as well. Did you really? A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Welcome to the club. So you know all about it. You sound, I I could tell you sound wiser. You sound more mature. (laughs) Your analysis is so much more penetrating and in-depth. So I've got my smoking pipe, you know, just, <laughs> but I, you know, one thing is that I can't play piano as well as Hiromi. I can't play the piano at all. Actually. A few of us so can. That's, that's true. That's true. So yeah, no, it is a phenomenal album. You can really trace her development, you know, her evolution since the recording of Place to Be. You know, you mentioned uh, the, the um, various shades of blue, uh, the Berlin, but she also covers, let's see, John Coltrane. There's The Who on here, Charlie Chaplin. It's a really nice showcase of her talent. But um, Rhapsody in Various Shades of Blue is a great place to start. Matt, what do you say we listen to a track? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I like I'm sorry. this. sorry. We're going to have to switch that up. We'll work on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here is the track Rhapsody in Various Shades of Blue from Hiromi's new album Spectrum. You know the melody, you love the melody. We're going to play a little bit of it here because it's a long track, but uh, enjoy. stuff from Hiromi. Um, we're going to move right along to the next album on our list. This is one is by another one of our favorites here at Jazz Is, a uh, major, major player on the contemporary jazz scene. It's Kirk Whalem. He's got a new album out right now called Humanité, a little accent on the E. Um, it was released on Artistry Records on October 11th. Kirk, we know him from his jazz work, his gospel work. This kind of takes things in a different direction. So here's my catchphrase, Matt. What can you tell us about this album? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, that's good. We I'm both got catchphrases, though. <laughs> yeah, we've We're been... going to get, we'll get t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. What can you tell us about this album, Matt? Oh, uh, yeah. And let's do it. Yes. And we'll take a photo. Well, yeah. Yes. One of those phrases at the front, the other one at the back. That's, that's. Exactly. By, by the merch, <laughs> it's almost Christmas time. No, anyways. Uh, that's right. <laughs> really. So, uh, yeah, Kirk Whalem, uh well, you know, he's certainly a well-traveled saxophonist. And his latest uh, album, Humanité, uh, 
uh, is a joyful manifesto for multiculturality that presents a great mix of uh, American jazz, blues, funk, pop, and many global indigenous musical forms. This is a very ambitious project, and it was recorded all over the world and with musicians from various parts of the globe, uh, some of whom are well-known, such as, uh, you know, Japanese uh, jazz pianist Keiko Matsui, who, who we've talked about in this podcast, actually. And then we've got, uh, you know, the veteran UK jazz vocalist, uh, Leanne Carroll, uh, while others are less well-known, particularly to an international audience. So it's almost like he's given them an introduction to, you know, a wider audience than they uh, would usually get. But um, what I also admire about this album, uh, certainly as far as this project is concerned, is the determination as he recorded sessions, not only in studios, but in hotel rooms and in his own living room and in, in his house in Memphis and so on. This alone just tells me that Humanité uh, was a, some sort of, a, I mean, it feels like a passion project. And it also tells me that, you know, the magnificent scale, when you think about it, of this project is just half of its story or part of its story. Yeah, when we talk about players a lot, you know, we describe like a really spiritual sound, you know, that they're tapping into some kind of higher plane or digging deep. Kirk Whalem is like the living embodiment of that sound. He's really just got such a spiritual style. And then, you know, that obviously comes from the gospel background. But to see him apply that to all these different genres that you mentioned is really kind of fascinating. It makes for a great listen. So, uh, Matt, shall we play a song from the record now? Why not? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm, let's I'm, do I'm it. Working, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a new catchphrase. All right, let's hit it. Let's get into it. This is the tune Now I Know by Kirk Whalem featuring Zahara. Great stuff, as always, from Kirk Wayne. Um, again, a reminder, the, the name of the album is Humanité. It was released on October 11th on Artistry Records. All right, Matt, very excited about this next album on our list because we really, we turn it up to 11. We turn it up to 11, and if you get that reference, you're going to understand the title of this next album, it's from the jazz fusion group Spyro Gyra making a triumphal return. The name of the album is Vinyl Tap. Yes, Vinyl Tap. Play, of course, on the classic cult music movie Spinal Tap. Um, it was released October 11th on Amherst Records. Matt, describe this album, please. <laughs> yeah, I must not have done my research very well because I just got that. <laughs> Spinal Tap, classic uh, movie. It didn't have Jack Black. Yeah, in yeah, it, yeah. But hey, no, no, no. It's, oh, it had uh, lots of great. Christopher people. Guest. I, I mean, it's Billy Crystal made an early debut as a mime. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, it's amazing. You know, it makes me want to watch it again. But anyways, uh, oh, Spyro Gyra. 
Uh, well, this is a band that has consistently been one of the top groups of contemporary jazz for several years. And while their lineup has undergone several changes over this time, its core of saxman, Jay Beckenstein or Beckenstein. Which one is it, Brian? Beckenstein or Beckenstein? It's like Dr. Frankenstein and Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, you never really know. I'm right. sorry, I apologize. But. And keyboardist uh, Tom Schumann, uh, this core has remained intact. So on this release, they tap into the songs that inspired them and their musical style during their uh, younger and, again, formative years. Um, but this is not your average album of covers because here you've got songs as varied as Cream's Sunshine of Your Love and the Doobie Brothers' What a Fool Believes or even the Beatles' You've Got to Hide Your Love Away. Uh, and they really become almost spiral gyro, gyro originals uh, in this, on this impressive LP. Uh, my personal favorite, however, is the opening track, which is titled Secret Agent Mash, and it's a mashup of the theme of Secret Agent Man and Alfie's theme. Uh, so that shows the band's imaginative approach on totally. Final and Tap. Amazing that they can sustain that imagination across 31 albums together. This is the 31st album. So you said it yourself, Secret Agent Mash is an awesome tune. Let's give it a spin. stuff there from Spyro Gyra. The name of the album, once again, Vinyl Tap, released October 11th on Amherst Records. And that brings us a totally different direction, completely different direction. Um, but from a musical legend nonetheless, uh, this one from Europe, it's the saxophonist Jan Garbarek. He's got a new album out called Remember Me, My Dear. It was released October 18th on ECM Records, and it features the Hillard Ensemble. Um, not your typical jazz album per se. Um, in fact, it borders more kind of like the choral music, classical, um, but definitely worth highlighting because the music is beautiful, it's haunting, it's serene, and... Um, you know, always want to highlight a new album by the saxophone titan Jan Garbarek. So I know I did a lot of talking there for you, Matt, but what else can you tell us about this album? <laughs> I know, actually, yeah. Well, first of all, yes, it is, it is very different from the, the album that we talked about just there by Spyrogyra. And actually, it's, um, well, a uh, little background on this. Uh, in 1994, uh, Jan Garbarek and early music vocal group, the Hillard Ensemble, joined forces to create their first collaborative album, uh, 
officium. I yeah, I think you know again, not sure about the pronunciation, but it's it's Latin. I'm presuming. <laughs> Anyways, that album uh, w- was released for ECM, and their collaboration really marked the coming together of these disparate worlds of uh, medieval and early music with jazz, but there was a lot more to it as well. A lot of shades and amazing sort of otherworldly, superb-sounding uh, music. Uh, but we uh, know the collaboration sounded superb and unique in the studio. But for those of us who never experienced a concert by, you know, these you know, Garbarek and um, the Hillard Ensemble together, the question remained of how it might have sounded on stage. Well, Remember Me, My Dear offers us a real chance to experience the band live. And despite the fact that it was recorded in 2014, just before the dissolution of the Hillard Ensemble, actually, it still sounds fresh, truly exciting, and we definitely recommend it. Totally. Let's dig into a track, Matt. This is the track We Are the Stars from Jan Garbarek's new album Remember Me, My Dear, featuring the Hillard Ensemble. Okay, so yeah, a different sound for us here on uh, 10 Albums You Need to Know, but uh, just stunning stuff nonetheless. So that is, once again, Norwegian saxophonist Jan Garbarek and the Hillard Ensemble. The name of the album is Remember Me, My Dear. It was released October 18th on ECM. Okay, that brings us to the next album on our list, which is a live album. It's a pairing of two of the really keepers of the jazz piano flame, Kenny Barron and Mulgrew Miller. The name of the album is The Art of the Piano Duo, live, and it was released on Groovin' High Records on October 18th. And uh, yeah, The Art of the Piano Duo, wow, you really couldn't have picked two better players um, to bring that art to life. So Matt, let us know about this one. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is fantastic. This is really a terrific release. It's a new triple disc set. And it could simply be described as just two piano masters coming together uh, in a duo to create wonderful music. And that's why the title is so apt. The Art of Piano Duo Live. You know, it does exactly what it says on the tin. Uh, docu- it, and it's a set that documents three pair duo performances by Byron and Miller. And uh, so one of these performances is from 2005 and the other two are from 2011. This brand new set uh, actually comes six years after Miller's uh, passing. Uh, but, you know, and it's a great way to celebrate him. And it, it features uh, these two greats as they cover the full range of the jazz canon 
with inspired reinterpretations of compositions by such artists as uh, Thelonious Monk and Duke Ellington and Charlie Parker. And uh, I feel like, you know, as a set, it really cements their reputation as two of the foremost pianists of their generation. Totally, totally. Um, I really don't have much to add to that, Matt. So let's go ahead and let the music do the talking. Here is a track from The Art of the Piano Duo Live. You might recognize it. It's the Thelonious Monk classic, Blue Monk. piano player from a different part of the world though this is the cuban pianist roberto fonseca he's got a new album out right now called yesun i think that's how you pronounce it yesun uh, yesun we, we apologize I, I, if it, we're not pronouncing right <laughs> i would have said it the same way yeah 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 there you go <laughs> and however you pronounce it, it was released october 18th on mac avenue records um yeah really one of the leading voices in in Cuban music at the moment, Roberto Fonseca, um, and just technical prowess for days. Really, um, whatever genre he decides to sit down and put his attention to, Cuban, straight ahead, whatever, uh, turns out to be phenomenal. And this is kind of a combination of everything. So, Matt, I teed you up. Take it away. What's new with Roberto Fonseca's new album, Yesun? Yesun, yes. It's, it's, well, you know, I mean, uh, Fonseca is known as a key figure of the global renaissance of Cuban music. Um, and he established his reputation in 2007, I suppose, when the release of his uh, album Zamazu, another album I, I may be mispronouncing. Another album we but, can't um, pronounce. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, I've noticed that, you know, on this list, there's uh, so much music, so, so many different styles and so many artists coming from different parts of the world. And that's beautiful. And, you know, so uh, we come to Yesun and it's um, it's really an album that feels like a, a statement. Well, it's centered around his trio uh, with drummer uh, Raul Herrera and double bassist Yandi Martinez Rodriguez. Uh, but it also contains, well, it contains 12 original tracks and also uh, has many special guests uh, popping up uh, for some of these tracks, including... Um, Joel Vano and Mercedes Cortez and uh, lots of other people. Uh, so here, uh, Fonseca actually calls this the album he's always wanted to make. And the reason why he calls it that is that it really encapsulates all of his many different influences, old and new, uh, by combining everything from the sounds of his Cuban heritage to jazz, to classical, to rap, to funk, to electronica and beyond. 
an irresistible combination of stuff there, Matt. Let's uh, go ahead and listen to a track. Here is Cadenas. Once again, that was Roberto Fonseca. The name of the album is Yes Soon. It was released October 18th on Mac Avenue Records. Down to the nitty gritty here, Matt. We have two more to go. Um, and we've got two monster vocalists. I mean, we've really kind of saved the best for last year. We're going to start things off right now with a new album by Carmen Lundy. Um, she's got a new album out right now called Modern Ancestors. And it will be released October 25th on Aphrasia Records. All right. She describes it as a musical journey. Matt, what can you tell us about this musical journey from Carmen Lundy? Exactly. Yes, musical journey. And, you know, it's a, well, uh, Carmen Lundy is just a spectacular singer-songwriter. And she returns this month with this new studio album that is really a sophisticated and excellent album, both music-wise but also lyrically. Uh, because this new album contains self-penned and arranged tracks, uh, ranging from you know the very impressive and meaningful love song meant for each other to a wittier and sort of even amusing jazz on TV, which is a song that talks about the current lack of a jazz presence on television. Uh, Modern Ancestors, as its title suggests, it just simply presents a nice blend of influences from the past, but also looks to the future both thematically and sonically, as Lundy is backed here by a great band that includes its lineup, uh, in its lineup, her brother Curtis on upright acoustic piano. Uh, so it's great, yeah. It really is. And not only is she uh, just a phenomenal musician, she's also a major advocate of jazz education, really working with young jazz musicians, taking them under her wing on the road to try to groom them for the next level. Um, so many amazing musicians uh, jameson ross comes to mind have passed through her band um so yeah big kudos to carmen lundy on another incredible disc matt let's listen to a track shall we put that needle on it brian <laughs> there oh now that's a nice one matt that's your catchphrase <laughs> drop that needle on it dig it We are listening to the track Burden Down, Burden Down. Sooner or later, sooner or later, I'm gonna lay my burden down. Sooner or later, sooner or later, I'm gonna lay my burden down. When I get 
my freedom, set my feet on, set my feet on a solid ground. No more crying, trials and tribulation. Just gonna lay my burden down. Burden I'm gonna lay my burden down. No more crying, trials and tribulations. Setting my feet on solid ground. All right. Great, great stuff from Carmen Lundy. Again, the name of the album is Modern Ancestors. It'll be released October 25th on Afrasia Records. So, drum roll, please. Matt, that brings us to the last album on our list 10 out of 10. And uh, this one is reserved for a superstar, really and truly. The guy can do it all, act, sing, dance. I don't know if he can dance, but he probably can. He probably can. Uh, he's got the voice. He's got the looks. He's got the chops. I mean, we're talking about the one and only Harry Connick Jr. His new album is True Love, colon, A Celebration of Cole Porter, out October 25th on Verve Records. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to say the colon. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have known what I was talking about. Anyhow. Well, you know, uh, I think we mentioned, yeah, we mentioned George Gershon's name earlier in this podcast. So uh, it's we kind did, of a yes. nice way. Again, it's sort of like a, a small, tiny little theme that's reoccurring on this on this podcast. Again, as we end it. Uh, so, yes. So we mentioned George Gershon's name earlier. And we're ending it with a fascinating project that is a tribute to another composer of that era, let's say. Uh, Harry Connick Jr., like me and many of us, is a big fan of Cole Porter. And in fairness, how could one not be? You know, But he's such a great admirer of this great composer of the great American songbook that he has decided to dedicate an entire new project to celebrate his works. In fact, this is the first time that uh, this great musician actor you know like you said you know probably a dancer too <laughs> embarks on uh, this type of project and he takes on such popular and beloved songs as anything goes you do something to me and um many more uh, on a set that really highlights his talents as well as a pianist singer arranger orchestrator and conductor and you know you name it so it's great well with that said matt Let's go ahead and listen to a track from the new album. And hey, full disclaimer, mm. we don't know whether Harry Connick Jr. is a good dancer. We're only assuming based on our own observational uh, analysis here. Harry Connick Jr., if you're listening to this podcast, drop us a line. Let us show, know. <laughs> show us your moves. <laughs> exactly. All right, Matt, let's listen to a track. Hit him with your new catchphrase. I, come, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I put the needle on it. <laughs> drop that needle on it. <laughs> Nicely done. All right, and here we go with the Cole Porter classic, Just One of Those Things. (laughs) 
It was just one of those things Just one of those crazy flings One of those bells that now and then rings Just one of those things It was just one of those nights Just one of those fabulous flights A trip to the moon on gossamer wings Just one of those things If we thought of it At the end of it When we started painting the town Again, just incredible stuff there from Harry Connick Jr. from his new album, True Love, a celebration of Cole Porter. Don't forget that colon. That was released October 25th on Verve Records. And Matt, that's it. That's our list. No. We made it. Really? Yes, we made it through. (laughs) A little late, but better late than never, just in time for Halloween. Yeah. are you? Do you have Halloween plans this year? Oh, uh, not at all. Well, yes, I'm gonna Hallows go. I'm, I'm gonna dress up as a pumpkin and go trick or treating. Nah, and I, just camp out on people's doorsteps. I just trying to, you know, gonna try yeah, get to. get some candy, you know, that sweet sweet candy. <laughs> hey, man, you know, so, with a with a ghost with a mask over your face, nobody has to know how old you are. Newly thirty. Uh, hey, you're never too old to go trick or treating, sir. Never too old. Wow, well, that's not that's not <laughs> what uh, you know. Many, That's many people your neighbors who called the cops on you. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, now, this hasn't really happened, though. You know, uh, you know, just 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 want to clarify that just in case this podcast get me, gets me into trouble again. No. Oh, we're already in hot water. <laughs> we we've we've said that Harry Connick Jr. is a good dancer. We don't know if that's true. <laughs> I mean, we're we're in all kinds of hot water here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just kidding. Uh, anyway, sir. Well, thanks again for sharing the ten albums you need to know for the month. This was a great list. It truly and was. And you yes. will be back very, very soon because we're going to have to turn one of these around uh, in November. November, and then after that, it'll be Christmas, and uh, so there's going to be a uh, lots of shopping. We'll have to a be holiday done. album extravaganza. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's going to be a lot of shopping uh, for Christmas to be done. So. You, you gotta, you know, if you if you need a, a reference point, let's say, for you know, Christmas shopping, this list could be a little help for you. This is, but you know what else could be a little help, mm. Matt? If Especially if you are an independent musician uh, or if you know independent musicians. Jazz's Inside Track. Jazz's Inside Track is a very cool new program that we've started where you could submit your album directly to Jazz's editors uh, via our website. You ever wonder, man, I just recorded this new album. I have the tracks. How do I get it reviewed? How do I get it into the hands of a jazz? Do I send it in the mail? Do I send it an email? The answer is simply you go to jazzes.com. You click submit your music in the top navigation bar. And there's a link to submit your album. You submit all your info, the audio. You can link to a SoundCloud, to a Bandcamp. You can list the personnel, the tracks, a little bio. We get everything directly to our inbox. 
and uh, we listen to everything. I can assure you of that. Um, if we approve your album, get posted on our website, and then you're in the pipeline for a review, a write-up. There's no better way to get our attention than by using Jazz Is Inside Track. Matt's the best thing. If you, if you know independent musicians, spread the word. You know what else helps us, Matt? What helps us? Leaving us a review. However you listen to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, what have you, be sure to leave us a review, five stars, write us a little something. It really helps. We love bringing you these 10 albums list, and we want to get these albums out to as many people as possible. So leave us a review. Uh, and while you're at it, feel free to subscribe to the magazine. We've got a great deal going on right now where you could subscribe for three months Right, three months of jazz is you get a print issue, you get three months of digital access for just ninety nine cents per month, unbeatable. No, um, yes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, just in time for the holidays too. That's a good deal. I think I'm right? getting it's a good deal. You I might subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Matt. About time. Um, no, it's a great deal. Like I said, you get one issue of our quarterly collector quality print issue that comes with the Jazz's CD sampler um, and three months of inter, uh, digital access for just 99 cents per month. So visit the website, click subscribe in the top left-hand corner. And Matt, I think that does it for me, man. That's good. You you, you were very good, Brian. You said a lot of stuff there. Uh, no, no, <laughs> you, sir. You, sir, deserve all the credit. Ah, thank you. A gold medal performance from you. Ah. And a new catchphrase to, to boot. But drop the needle on it. Drop the needle. I got to remember this next next podcast we do. It's Me really too, special. Man. Let's try. Yeah, let's let's try and copyright it somehow. <laughs> you got it, man. It'll be on the Jazz's merch. Yeah. Anyhow, Matt Macucci. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a beautiful list. I hope everybody goes out and listens to your recommendations for the ten albums you need to know for October 2019. We're out, Matt. Drop the needle on it. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, and that'll do it for today's episode. I'd like to take a minute now to thank today's sponsors. So, big thank you to Smoke Sessions Records. The label has a new album out right now by tenor saxophonist George Coleman. It's called The Quartet. You can check it out along with all of their other new releases at smokesessionsrecords.com. And thank you to Blue Note Records. The iconic label is currently celebrating their 80th anniversary with a bunch of cool musical initiatives. To check out everything they've got going on, visit bluenote.com. Another thanks to ECM Records. Their album Remember Me, My Dear by saxophonist Jan Garbarek was featured in today's list. To pick it up for yourself and to check out all their other exciting releases, go to ecmrecords.com. Thanks also to Prairie Star Records with a new release from professional figure skater turned jazz vocalist Patrice Jegu. Her new album is called If This Ain't Love. You can check it out at patricejegu.com. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-E-J-E-G-O-U.com. Thanks also to the online streaming service Deezer. We regularly curate playlists on this platform. Our latest features the best of South African vocalist Jonathan Butler. To check it out, visit Deezer.com and search for Jazz Is. 
Big thanks also to jazzradio.com, an online destination featuring more than 35 channels of curated jazz music for free. Visit jazzradio.com to hear it for yourself. Thanks also to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, New Jersey, on the calendar for them in November, a performance by Chaka Khan. It's taking place November 14th. That's right around the corner. For tickets and more info, visit njpac.org. That's njpac.org. Big thanks also to Jazz at Lincoln Center, one of New York's premier musical venues. On November 28th, they'll be hosting a Thanksgiving concert with trombonist Wycliffe Gordon. In addition to a night of great music, attendees will also be treated to a three-course meal. For tickets and more info, visit jazz.org. And thank you to Quest TV, the world's first subscription video on-demand platform dedicated to jazz. It has been called the Netflix of jazz. To learn more, visit quest.tv. That's Q-W-E-S-T TV. And finally, thanks to the U.S. Navy Band Commodore's Jazz Ensemble, currently celebrating their 50th anniversary. They've got concert dates around the country. If you want to catch them in action, visit our website and click the Navy Band Commodore's banner. Hope you enjoyed this month's list of the albums you need to know. We'll see you back next month. Take care, everyone. So long.